Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Technically, you're a host. I don't know why I say that that way. That's kind of weird. So, Tim's also a host, obviously, for the past hundred and some odd episodes. And, uh, so, yeah, Tim, what have you been up to this week? Well, um, like last week, I've been watching a bit of the uh, convention, um, political, the presidential nomination convention with the wife. This week, it's the DNC, so the RNC. It's not quite as exciting, honestly. Um, No, it's not. It's more traditional. I mean, just people speaking. Boring. But there's been a little bit of drama, um, so I'll cover that briefly. There's been another email scandal, because I guess we're all about the email scandal. The Bernie Bernies? Yeah, so the um, leadership, well, first of all, it has to get, I have to cover why we were hearing about this. WikiLeaks posted about, I think, 50,000 emails from the Democratic leadership. (laughs) <laughs> talking about how they're basically trying to push Bernie out and make it so Hillary would be elected and outlining all their different tactics and, and the reasons why. And sure, um, which is a little bit of skullduggery. I mean, they're supposed to be allegedly neutral yeah. until the candidate's picked and then they're, then they're supposed to be behind one. Yes. So the person in charge, um, I can't remember her name, sorry, she resigned and then almost immediately was announced to be like kind of helping out Hillary run her campaign, which is like, okay... That's pretty blatant. Yeah. First you're doing it from behind the scenes secretly, and now you're just like, okay, well. I was going to work for you. So that got the Bernie people really mad. And the Bernie people have just been mad in general. Like, um, Bernie came out on the floor and said he conceded. He threw, he said all the votes should go to Hillary. Didn't he want them to count them? Like, he's, he just said, you know, hey, this is how it's going to be. Because he, I mean, he can add. He knows he's not going to. Yeah. He's not going to be the one. And he got booed. Like, his own supporters booed him. Really? Yes. Wow. So, there's these Bernie or Bust people that are, like, just, like, no matter what, it has to be Bernie. And they're saying they'll never vote for Hillary. And they're very vocal about it. And, um... Well, guess we know who's their next president then. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Silverman called him out. I'm just going to play this audio really quick because I thought it was funny. Hillary. Unity! 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 Hillary! To the Bernie or bust people, you're being ridiculous. He told us to stretch, so I figured I'd add that. That is pretty funny. You know I hate that chick. I know you hate her. I can see why. She's pretty smug. But yeah. um, that was probably the most drama 
Michelle Obama came out the first day, delivered a great speech. Yeah. She didn't have to copy herself. <laughs> she was herself. So, um, she, yeah. A lot of people, even on the Republican side, said it was a good speech. That's awesome. But yeah, it's all you know, more or less, you know, just normal. Did Hillary wear like hideous clothing? I don't know that she showed up much yet because she's playing it more traditional. Okay. Um, I did like that Trump held another rally during the DNC. Well, if we're gonna bring him up, I think it's actually more. I don't know if funny is the right word, but he's saying that if uh, Cruz ever runs in the future, he's going to develop a super PAC to take him down because of his how he didn't come out and directly endorse him. Really? Yeah, so he's got a vendetta now. Huh. So he's already beaten Cruz, but he's still... He's still a, going after him. And that should make you a little bit, I don't know. Just, a little bit worried. Guy carries a grudge, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Yep. But um, like I said, I'm going to try not to get political, just point out the drama. <laughs> um, today was Tuesday. You know what that means. Adventure Time Tuesday. Did you? We did. You sent me a video, you were like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, working, you douche. I, you know what I'm doing. No, I'm getting to that one. That's like the last okay. thing. Okay. So we started the morning, well, we started the morning with a fourth Adonis appointment, but at least that got us Sounds out. Sounds like of, a lot of fun for adventures. Well, we got out of bed early because of that, because it was 840. So we were on the road pretty early, got breakfast at Pip's Original Donuts in downtown Portland. We just barely beat the line. Like, when we got there, like, the guy behind me was complaining, and it, the line was 12 minutes long, and it was all inside the restaurant. What? By the time we got to the front of the line, there was actually a line stretching a half block outside the restaurant. What type of freaking donut shop is this? Well... This isn't Voodoo. No. The donuts actually taste good. I've never been to either one, so I don't know. So Voodoo Donuts gets a lot of hype in Portland because they make donuts in, you know, funny shapes. Like, well, their famous one is the cock and balls. Yeah. Or they have an actual Voodoo that you stab and raspberry filling comes out. And they have, like, a pretty funny donuts and they are big for their bacon maple donut yeah that one's delicious i did we did that's have that good. at pax that's pretty good um actually someone else's oh was it i think so oh okay um i think that was hot pot or top pot or whatever something pot seattle likes pot anyway um pip donuts are pretty little, much all are little mini Oregon. donuts they're, they're baked like fresh like right when you order them so like little circles yes you don't they aren't sitting in a case like when you order them they're gonna be made two minutes after that and then wow. they top them with things like Nutella, cinnamon sugar, um, honey. The one they did have a bacon maple. I huh. had that. Um, they have one called the Dirty Woo, which are is. They, are they big? No, they're like uh, one or two bite size. Oh wow! So you could theoretically eat a dozen yourself. Oh wow! I split a dozen with my kids. How much does that cost? Six twenty-five. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, yeah, they're they're small. Yeah. So it, it, if it was much more than that, they also make a really good chai. If you ever if you like chai. Like chai tea. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had the Smoky Robinson, which had smoky flavor. Yeah. They have another one that's spicy that I'm going to try next time. Huh. It was delicious. It was good. The Dirty Woo is like a combination of everything. It's uh, Nutella. It's cinnamon sugar. It's, um... Bacon maple. I, can't, I don't think so, but there's just, like, they put a bunch yeah. of stuff on it. And then a really good one we had was um, the special flavor, which was blueberry, blueberry Rose. Ooh, that sounds good. It was. And you wouldn't think Rose would No, taste, I wouldn't think Rose would taste too good. With the blueberry, it, it was good. Huh. But anyway, that's how we started. 
Um, then we went to uh, see. Um, I was very excited to introduce my kids to a classic movie called uh, My Neighbor Totoro. It's um, a Ghibli film. You've probably seen Spirited Away. Yes. One and okay. I've watched both of those. Same studio, same director. Oh, wow. He recently passed. I might need to watch that then. My, my Neighbor Totoro is one of my favorites. It's rated G. It's um, very wholesome. It's about a family moving into the countryside. Uh, mom's in the hospital. And it's about uh, the big sister looking out for little sister and this huh. new situation. And then they start interacting with like... Um, the neighbors? Yeah, the neighbors. And, okay. Uh, all I'm going to say is cat bus. Really? Epic cat bus. Okay. I'm so have to check that one out. I was really a little apprehensive because the movie is um, a much slower pace than most American films. And yes. I was worried that my kids would be bored. Bored. My son was totally into it. Really? Yeah. He was laughing. He was like, aww. He was, he was into it. He got it. was like, this sucks. Where's Pokemon Go? No, not sure. <laughs> um, cat bus went along that way with her. Okay. Um, but that was great. It was really cool to introduce my kids to a classic Ghibli film. And it really holds up. It came out in 88. Oh, wow. And um, although it's slow, I think it's paced very well. There's okay. not like... It's it's just a delight to watch. Especially if you have a kid um, watching it with you. Just the... It's genuinely um, innocent. And there's huh. some sad parts, kind of. But um, overall, I think any kid over six could totally handle the themes in it. Nice. Um, so that was great. And then we went next door to the Flying Pie Pizzeria. Never heard and of that either. It's just on Stark Street next oh, okay. to the Academy where I saw the movie. One cool thing, though, is they have one of the tables and the chairs uh, nailed to the ceiling. Really? I took a picture of that. Oh, that's cool. So you look up and... Yeah. Just a table and chairs? Yeah. You should try to sit up there, Tim. Uh, should. I'll get my Spider-Man webbing going. Yep. We had a good slice of pizza there. Um, oh, they sell it by slice? Yeah. Nice. During lunchtime. We went to Quarter World, which is the arcade that I think we've talked about on the show. It just opened up on uh, the upper end of Hawthorne. Oh, Hawthorn. yeah, yeah. So it used to be a music venue before or something, and now it's this giant room full of arcade games. And they had a couple cool ones. They had an F-Zero. Um, oh, really? That you can plug a GameCube uh, memory card into and, like... Pick keep, up your save state? Right. Keep your stats going, your win-losses wow. and all that. Um, they had a crazy game called... Ninja Batman or something where you're like the hell you're like this baseball character like hitting softballs and it's kind of like a Battletoads or a Simpsons type game uh huh but you're like this ninja you're playing as Batman no Batman like a baseball bat oh I see what you're saying okay I've never seen it so before you're playing as a baseball player yeah and the, the animations were kind of janky but it was just crazy because all the characters were like ridiculous baseball characters like there was a umpire that was like a mech or something <laughs> and i'd just never seen this game before so that's cool that was pretty cool um we played around that for a while but i came at a certain time because they do something four times a week and one of them's on tuesday and that is they have a giant tesla uh coil behind a faraday cage okay and so basically that's a device that shoots out arcs of electricity is that what you sent me the video of? Yes. And it's Dick. not just any Tesla coil. It's a singing Tesla coil, which means you can program the amperage or voltage or whatever, and the electricity will actually tonally shift, and you can program... So basically, you program songs. Yeah. Um, so simple tunes, like, jetting out of this thing with huge... And we were, like, five feet away, six feet away, and it was awesome. It was like... That's super cool. Yep. Did uh, they do that every day? Nope. 
I do it twice on Tuesdays and Sundays, I think. Huh. Four nine p.m. I believe. So um, yeah, they they pass out like um, earplugs at the bar t- bar. Yeah. Because like, it's like ninety decibels. Oh wow. I mean, this thing is just a you, beast. Imagine a bar where this this cylinder is just literally basically you electrical chair yourself. But the well, the Faraday cage actually contains it. So oh really? It's literally just. Uh, so don't touch the Faraday cage as it's going. They off. told me it was safe, but they also said not to touch it. So I don't. That's kind of mixed messaging. Yeah right. So but, don't touch it, but it's safe. But anyway, I know this Adventure Time Tuesday was a success because on the long drive back and rush hour, both kids zonked out. No way. Yeah, totally fell asleep. So. Wow. It was a good Adventure Time Tuesday, but enough about me. What have you been up to? So, this week, I flew back in to Washington. Wait, nope. Hold on. Apparently, let's rewind that a little bit. So, we were still in Alaska when I got off the last episode. Yep. And we went out fishing the next day. That's right. And uh, we got to go down to like the ocean, and not on a boat, which sucked. But we got to go snag fishing, which means you get these lures that have like a three pound weight at the bottom of them with four huge hooks bulging out of the lure. Not in Alaska, in this one specific spot. I even went to fish and wild game. Yeah, went to fish and wild game. Yeah, and. Uh, so we caught a couple fish there, and then also one of uh, the guys that went fishing with us was a dumbass and <laughs> whipped it out of the water, and it flew back and went through my dad's hand, which I found kind of funny, um, but nobody else did. <laughs> so you were the only <laughs> I was kind of like, I was the only guy like sitting around like looking like, can I laugh? Can I laugh? No? <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, exactly. I was like... Coughing into your hand. Yeah. Um, so we had to rip that out of my dad's hand, um, and they have barbs on them. So, um, yeah. So you did the right thing and, and cut it off with a pair of pliers, and no, they ripped the barb through his hand. Dear God. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't watch it. Um, other than that, then we flew back here to Washington State. Um, Which is amazing because there's no um, airport in Washington. That we're oh wait. Flew back to Seattle. Oregon. So, and then we drove over to Washington. Tim, Tim picked us up. Um, and then I went back to catching up on work. And have been working all week long so far. And editing episode 102, which went up yesterday as the time of this recording. So. Here we are again. And here we are again. So, that's what I've been doing this week, Tim. What have you been playing this week? So I've been playing several things. I beat Inside, and oh my gosh, that was awesome. There's a twist toward the end that's just... You're enjoying it, or no? No. Did you I, beat it? I beat it, yeah. Do you like it or no? Because I've been like hearing it. a lot of like mixed reviews on like people are like, the ending which just like, felt completely flat. No, I loved it. I thought okay. it was... I laughed when... Uh, because the twist happens, and there's a bit before the ending but I, I laughed at the twist it just like came out of nowhere and I was like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I enjoyed it um, okay it, it is definitely crazy it definitely is something that separates itself from Limbo because it's just kind of a batshit crazy thing okay um, I think I said last week that the game is grounded in reality well let's just say no if you consider things like Aperture Science and Portal and those kind of crazy science realities to be reality then sure then it's reality but um it's definitely like a science fiction kind of toward the end. Huh. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. Um, 
I do not regret the $20 I spent for, I think, five hours of play. Oh, wow, you got five hours out of it? Roughly, yeah. Nice. Um, but it's, cause it's good quality gaming. Sweet. I've also been playing um, a game called Bear With Me. Um, I might have mentioned it last episode. I don't think I did. I don't think you did. So it's a point-click adventure. Um, it's uh, mostly black and white, although there's sometimes color like red. Um, you are a little girl, and her teddy bear is a private detective, and you're trying. Oh, to, you did talk about this a little you bit. You try to find your brother, and it's. I think it might almost all be set in your own house, although they're talking about this other city. Um, and in a weird way, it sort of reminds me partially of that never-ending nightmares. Okay, yeah. Because it's—I'm not going to say what happens exactly, but they'll—you'll just be playing in a scene, and then all of a sudden there'll be like a flash, and something completely different will be in that room, and it's kind of freaky and scary, and that's the trick that Never Ending Nightmares does a lot. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the end of the similarities between the games. Um, as far as a point-and-click adventure, it's mostly simple. As far as figuring out the puzzles, it's a little annoying sometimes where you think a certain solution should work and it doesn't. Hmm. Like there's something on the wall and you just can't quite reach it. Um, like, okay, well... That sucks. Why doesn't she lift up the teddy bear and he can reach it? I don't know. It's it's a common complaint, though, with the point-and-click adventures mm-hmm. that the easy solution in the game just won't let you do it. Yep. Um, the voice acting is a bit spotty, too. The girl is really good, but the delivery for the teddy bear is a little bit uneven. Like okay. He, has an odd spacing for when he ends his sentences sometimes, like he's reading the lines a bit too without inflection. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, but overall, I'm enjoying it. I've also been playing um, two planet games. <laughs> two totally separate games that have planet okay. in the title. Lifeless Planet is a um, 3D action platformer where you are a astronaut that goes to a planet looking for what happened to the colony that his girlfriend or wife went to and you sort of find clues along the way um, I just started it the scenery can be really cool but there comes points where you're ready for a different scene Okay. so I, I don't know if maybe it could have been tightened up a little bit but like I said I'm only in the first hour and a half of the game um, the other game I'm playing is Freedom Planet and I'm blown away by this one. I just happened to fire up my Wii U and say, I know there's some games that I haven't played yet because I bought a Humble Bundle. Uh-huh. It was a Humble Bundle of indie games. And that just happened to be the first one. Freedom Planet is freaking good. Um, it's on Steam as well. So if you liked the original Sonic games, like Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. 2, and then we're kind of disappointed with every Sonic game since then, this is the alternate reality... Like Sonic game continuation like you'll be running fast um, but you'll also be picking up things uh, kicking um, flipping switches huh everything's smooth and fluid um, the bosses are big and even the cheesy story is voice acted and done really well like huh. it's like a just a spiritual extension of what the old Sonic the Hedgehog games should have been and it's done really well um, it's by some company I've never heard of um, and it just it's one of those games that just came out of the blue and it's like wow this is actually really good hmm. so again that's Freedom Planet um, if you liked the old Sonic games I would encourage anyone to check that one out sweet 
And again, I'm talking way too long. What are you been up to? What are you been playing? Pokemon Go. That's it? That's it. So you're like level 19 now, right? Or 20? Level 6. So you haven't been playing, is what you're saying? No. Zach needs to play video games. I need to play video games. Common lament on the show. Yep. So, moving on to Tech Talk. Technology. First off, I got my TikTok. Okay. Okay. So, while I was in Alaska, I got you something. Oh, yeah? Tech Talk. What in the world is this? Alaska Survival Glass. Oh, cool. So, it looks like a, looks like a bicycle bell. Almost, yep. But I know what this is. <laughs> it is a folding cup. That's epic. Total shot glass size. Shot glass. It unfolds. That's pretty cool. So I got that for you. Was in Alaska. That's pretty cool. So, you tried it? Does it work? I don't. Know. Well, we should uh, try it later. <laughs> we, we go back to your place. Okay. Um, cool. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. So that is my TikTok for this week. Um, speaking of things like that, I forgot to bring it last week. Well, I wasn't here last week, so. Oh well, I thought it when I saw you. Oh, what's this? Oh, this is a bullet thing. Sweet. So oh, this that's is cool. It's How does this thing turn on? You gotta screw it all the oh. way. That's the light I talked about last yeah. week. Tech talk. This is really cool. I can see what you mean by prototype, though, because it comes very easily. Well, and that's after I messed with it to even get it to work at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Because it came in cool packaging that I would have preferred to show you, but after my experience, I was like, no, nah, i got to make sure his works. <laughs> this is awesome. Thank you. Yep. So, what real tech talk do you got for just us, Just really quickly, we talked about a couple things in my Adventure Time Tuesday segment. just wanted to elaborate on a little bit. So, a singing tes Tesla coil is also called a Zuzaphone, a Thorman, or Musical Lightning. It's a I form think they need to come up with a real, figure out one name It's for a form it. of a plasma speaker. It's a variation of a solid-state Tesla coil that's been modified to produce musical tones by modulating its spark output. The resulting pitch is a low-fidelity square wave um, that sounds reminiscent of an analog synthesizer. Okay. And your basic Tesla coil um, was invented by Nikola Tesla. It's an electrical resonant transformer circuit. Um, it was invented way back in 1891. Hmm. And um, the Faraday um, cage I was talking about was invented by, you'll guess, a scientist named Faraday. Um, what a cocky asshole. And it's a enclosure used to block electrical fields. It's formed by conductive material or a mesh of such materials. And um, it operates because an external electrical field causes the electrical charges within the cage's conducting material to, to be distributed such that they cancel the field's effect in the cage's interior. So, it's kind of like a Star Trek shield, okay? But made with a metal. That's to simplify it. Okay. But um, what's cool about a Faraday um, shield or a Faraday cage is you can put them around sensitive electronic equipment and actually block a large percentage of radio waves. Hmm. and other stuff like NSA fearing types will actually make Faraday cages in their dens where they're typing away their little secret manifestos mm -hmm. that's where the whole tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist comes up with okay so yeah that's a Faraday shield or Faraday cage huh that's week, this week's tech talk sweet well guys uh, Tim why should like like us and rate us on iTunes well if you believe the NSA is listening in on your every conversation well, they are monitoring all your emails duh what better way to throw them off your scent 
than hiring Hillary Clinton. No, oh. that's probably not good. No. But going on iTunes and leaving a glowing review, they will think you are just one of the many masses quietly living their lives in desperation and not a threat at all to the global military-industrial complex. So, protect yourself, protect your identity, and like and rate us on iTunes today. Let me walk to him. We'll be right Let back after this. Pokemon. Let me walk to him. Gonna see me walking down the street, laying down some lure, down some lure. I'm gonna catch a Charmander. Leaving my home, pull out my phone. Pokemon go, 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 go. go. They may be in plants or they could be in the grass. Could be a Pikachu at Chevron pumping gas. Hey, where will you go? You never know if Pokemon go, 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 go. Wake up first thing and I'm out the dough Gotta be outside to catch Pokemon Got both of my eyes glued to my phone Ran into a tree but I keep on going Into the mall with my Pokeball There's a Bulbasaur in the Zoomy so Hold up, wait a minute cause I think he's about to evolve Not gonna stop till I catch him all Yeah, I'll follow wherever they go Inside a strip club under the pole Getting a lap dance from a Squirtle Person inside of a funeral home Tell him I'm sorry your loved one is gone But it is saying right here on my phone Inside the casket is a Pokemon Gonna see me Walking down the street, laying down some lure, down some lure. I'm friends with the other trainer. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning back in. Okay, anyways, continuing on after the music break, we're sitting over bobbing our heads. Um. Ready to uh, tell them what we're drinking? Yep, time for some tasty treats. Um, That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> what you were looking for. Um, so we are both drinking Ninkasi, Maiden in the Shade IPA. Um, it's pretty mild, I think, compared to their normal total domination. Yes. It's a lot smoother. Mine looks a lot darker than yours. Well, mine's set a little bit more than yours. You're probably just... That's true. Just got poured, so... Um, yeah, cheers. It's a good light summer. Not super strong... That's good. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. It's a beer. Very good. It's a lot better than that uh, that fucking ice house or ice cooler I had last yeah. week. In a hot garage. In a hot garage as I sweat my ass off in Alaska. Well, now that we've had our tasty treats, are you ready to kick it? I'm ready to kick it, Tim. Why don't you kick us off, buddy? Sure. So I'm... Uh, Looking at a game. TikTok, buddy. I, I was ready, but you're the one like putting pressure on me. <laughs> um, this is a game called Glitched by Enhouse Studios. It's a fourth wall breaking RPG where the hero slowly realizes that you, the player, exist. Um, so, if you watch any footage of this game, you're instantly going to make a comparison visually to um, Earthbound okay. or, or the Mother series. It looks a lot like that. Um, but it's got some more decision-making things going on than that. Like, um, like the choices you make will lead you down different paths. And like, it, like I said before, the main character starts to realize that you exist and will end up talking to you. And like, probably asking you to make or not make certain decisions. Um, so they have this thing called the Essence System, which will track your personality and your morality. After a glitch appears in the world of Soren, 
your unexpected hero Gus will become aware of you, the player. And then, um, yeah, shenanigans will sue from there. So it looks really interesting. Um, the cool thing about this Kickstarter is there's a demo that you can download right now and check it out, see if it is something you want to back. Um, they're also asking for a vote um, for Greenlight on Steam. But if you want to back it, um, so if you had jumped, jumped on the ball, $10 would have got you not only the game, but a digital soundtrack and a digital design book. Now $10 just gets you the game. Um, if you want um, that previous, you have to pay separately. 10 or 15 and 20 for the dev book and the soundtrack so if you got in early um, good for you you got uh, a good deal because it's uh, 15 for the soundtrack and 20 for the dev book and I don't think that includes the game so early birds got a really good deal for 10 bucks but you can get the full game for $10 which is a pretty good price for a game like this um, there's posters stickers pixel commissions $100 gets you an in-game um, NPC that you get to design and name 150 gets you in-game enemy. 200. So I need to donate at least 150, so I can become an enemy. To 200 bucks gets you in-game party member. That's pretty big. 500 gets you an in-game quest line. You get to design an entire quest line for glitched. Whether you want Gus and friends looking for an ancient artifact or helping babysit a dragon, we'll make sure your story finds its home glitched. Um, and the top tier is the golden contributor for thousand dollars. We will give you a behind-the-scenes look into the development of Glitch. Your name will be present in the opening credits. Along with that, you'll be invited to launch party in Chicago, Airflare not included, and all previous rewards. Sweet. Yeah. It already has two backers, so that's cool. I mean, I guess $1,000 isn't a ton. No. It's a lot, but it's reachable. So that's Glitch. That's my kicker for the week. What do you got? Sweet. Well, this week, I have the Tick Watch 2, the most interactive smartwatch. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let the developers talk about this. My first impression of the Tick Watch 2 was it fits great and it looks good on my wrist. Each little point that you touch, it's very specific. And I like how it goes from being a traditional type function, looking down at it, to really being able to interact with it. My first impression was that it was a neat watch, but outside of that I didn't really know that I'd explore the functionality or get to use it in the real world. Normally, I wouldn't consider answering any phone calls while I'm riding my bike, but with the TickWatch 2, you just flip your wrist twice, answer the call, flip another two times, and hang it up. It tracks my workouts, and it fits with my lifestyle. I'm not really what you call tech savvy, but the TickWatch 2 has been really easy to use. Okay, Tico, we want sushi. I can ask it to find a nearby restaurant, and it shows the rating and the review and how far away it is. Whenever I want to go for a run, I can always track all of my fitness goals on it. It's really important for me to be able to track how I want to do my workout. If I want to use it by calories or with distance or based on my heart rate. I was really impressed with how convenient it was to schedule tasks and meetings. It responded to my voice commands very easily. Okay, Tico, schedule a meeting with Bob Williams for 7 a.m. tomorrow. I thought it was pretty awesome that you could call an Uber by just saying call an Uber into your watch and it would request one for you. It's great to be able to focus on the task I have at hand and instead of having to check my phone all the time. If I receive a text, I simply glance at my watch, I can dismiss it until I'm ready to reply later. You know, I don't see how I 
really been able to function without it. It's really helped me be more efficient. It's made my life a lot easier when it comes to my workouts or even just my daily life. Okay, Tico, how's the weather? When I'm selecting a watch, it actually matters to me how it looks. It's cute. I like it. Overall, I was really impressed with the Tick Watch 2. It's fast, it's intuitive, it recognizes my voice faster than any other smartwatch I've ever seen. So I get to keep this, right? <laughs>really good. I like the interface of the swiping on the side of the watch. Yeah, like the the rubbing, rubbing your finger on the side. Or putting now, your hand over the screen. Now, there's a Samsung one that does that too. Okay. So, cause my friend does have one and I just remember that as we're sitting here talking about it. He does have a Samsung one that looks kind of like this. He can rub his hand across and he can turn the, his uh, music up. That's cool. Um, but the Tick Watch 2, I don't know why I just closed my screen. I guess I was done talking about it. Um... It has an intuitive design, um, lifestyle convenience, unique TickWatch OS, and innovative uh, interaction, as we were just speaking about. Um, the thing that I don't like about it is it runs off of the Tick OS, which you were telling me earlier, Pebble has their own OS as well. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of stupid. If you're on Android, use Android OS. But the nice thing about the TickWatch is that you can use it on Apple products and you can use it on Android products. It's relatively cheap. Yep. So it looks really nice. It actually works or seems to work very well. It looks very stylish. Um, you can check your weather and everything else like a normal smartwatch. Um, I kind of like that if you swipe up on it or yeah, up on it, you get quick cards. If you swipe down, you get timeline. Left, you get the voice and right, you get apps for it. Um, obviously you can zoom out and zoom in on the screen it looks like there is show displays a lot more on the screen than what my watch does but i think that like your watch even probably displays more than what my watch does like it looks like this one you can actually look at like picture messages on okay i don't know if you can do that on yours sometimes okay it's weird what it comes through like if people text me an image Sometimes it'll come through, sometimes it won't. So like, I just get like a little like stock image icon. No, I will actually mine. see an image sometimes. Okay. So thankfully I don't sex very often. Okay. Or that would be awkward to explain at work. That, well. Why is there boobies on your watch? That's not hard to explain. Um, she likes me? Yeah, duh. <laughs> That's not my wife. <laughs> just usually, shut up. Usually it's a cat or something. Yeah, or, yeah, it's usually a pussy. Cat. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. So also, it's got the health and fitness built into it, just like normal business notifications. It looks really good. Um, I am in the market, possibly very soon, for getting a new one because my battery life on mine is dying. Um, but mine's also like a first gen, I believe, or second gen. It's second gen, but so we, but we're, we're also like on fourth gen now or fifth. I think fourth or fifth sounds about right. So um, there's many different styles. You can get the charcoal. I'm having to buy a new band for mine. Ooh, yes, you are. It's uh, in the mail though. They have the snow, the charcoal, oak, onyx. Onyx is my favorite one. The oak looks like a leather band. Onyx is a metal black band. Snow is a white leather. And charcoal is like a black leather. Um, so let's jump over to some of the pricing, guys. Some of the backer price levels. And if I can find them, that would be great. They are looking for... 
$50,000. They currently have $270,430. Oh, $270, Sorry, we just jumped up $200 when my page refreshed. 29 days ago, 1,623 backers. Um, you could have got it for $99, but that's gone. You could have got it for $129, but that's gone. You could still, at this time of this recording, get it for $139. Um, which is saving $60 in either charcoal or snow edition. $149 for the onyx edition. Jumping up to the highest backer level because that's what I love to do. $699. And you get to pick any of the five. Or cool. any five. Um, so you save or $796. A max retail price of $1495. Um, which is pretty freaking sweet. Uh, jumping down to the next one after that is the premium collection for 329 or more. You get Onyx plus the Oak. This premium set includes many of what many of you have been asking for, both Onyx and Oak premium edition models. There are two kinds of class, leather and steel. Now you don't have to choose between the two of them. That would be pretty freaking tempting for me. One for business and then one for just standard working. Or, you know, like... Like nice and everything, the leather one, and then the metal one for when I'm actually like out of my shop working. Um, You're cutting parts of your hand off. Hand off, yeah. So that is what I got this week, guys. Take a watch too. Head over to Kickstarter.com. Check out our both of ours. And moving on, Tim. All right. So this brings us to um, game news and and game releases. Yep. So, starting with our news, Pokemon just can't stay out of news. No. They really can't. Um, so, last week we told you that Nintendo shares jumped way up after Pokemon Go's release. Very true. Well, it's hilarious. This week, Pokemon, or, uh, Nintendo shares dropped back down about... They're still higher than they were, but they dropped a lot once uh, shareholders realized that Nintendo is not solely responsible for Pokemon Go. And, in fact, Nintendo's only getting, I think, 20 percent of the profits roughly okay so investors are apparently stupid we could have made millions if we'd invested at the right time yep makes me mad makes me extremely mad because i kind of thought about the day that pokemon go came out all right let's get through the rest of pokemon news um Ninantic had a um, panel at uh, the san francisco comic-con this week and they had um among other things they said that the game is only 10 percent of what they envisioned the final product to be so there we go. Another the game. Fuck does that mean? Another game released in beta. We'll fix it later. Fix it in DLC. Um, they talked about adding trading and other features. Of course, they're going to drop um, other de generations of Pokemon later. Um, other features they weren't talking about yet. Um, you and I have discussed lots of features that we wish they would put in right away, like the ability to trade in multiple Pokemon at the same time. For yeah. Candy. Stuff that would improve. Just or trade Pokemon with each other. That'd be freaking sweet. They talked about doing that, yes. Did they? Yep. Sweet. That'd be cool. You can have all my Rattatas. That'd be awesome. Um, They're called Rattatats, by the way. Whatever. I don't care. It's all nonsense. Fuck you. It's all nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. God damn you. So this just, this just happened. Um, <laughs> um, players gathered in a park to, to try to find a Magikarp. But ended up... Why the fuck were they gathered? Magikarp? All he does is flop. Whatever. Um, two men tried to rob them. They oh, were, shit. They were in a park trying to, you know, play Pokemon Go. Um, but what the robbers didn't know was the guy playing Pokemon was a concealed weapons pin right Oh, holder. shit. And he drew and started shooting at the robbers. And 
<laughs> and he shot them. And uh, did he get in trouble? Nope. Okay, good. Uh, so the Pokemon player and one of the would-be robbers were hospitalized with non-threatening injuries. The injured suspect and a young driver are expected to be charged, but um, that's not the Pokemon player. That's the two robbers and the driver. That's hilarious. So they were in a public park at 4 a.m. They they said it was a good place to pet, catch Magikarp. And so, yeah, they got robbed. That's what happens when you go to a park at 4 a.m. Well, there's been a ton of cases of people, like, using, like, the lures or whatever to get people to, like, come to a certain location. So and I'll then, confess, like, last them. week when the moon was full, I did go to my local park because there's two Pokestops. But all I saw was another dude doing the same thing. Nuh-uh. Yeah, we're like, hey. hey. <laughs> no, really? They're like, yeah, Pokemon, right? Like, yeah. Happy hunting. That was it. So, no robbery story for me. Wow. This was only, like, midnight. Not 4 a.m. Okay. Because that's so much better. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. All right, guys. Well, three months after less than three months of uh, Battleborn being out on the market, you can currently get it for Steam for $15 Woo-hoo. through the Humble Bundle. So, uh, new games have been added to this. Are they just going to change the title to not Overwatch? Maybe they'll get a couple more hits that way. That might work. But if you if they change, hey, don't it, have, we gotta rec- we gotta raise this part. We're gonna sell this idea to them. That'd be great. I mean, if they if not they, Overwatch. Yeah, then when people type Overwatch, it'll come. Or up. just put Underwatch. No, because that would that would not pop up in the search results. If they put not Overwatch, it would pop up in the search That's results true. when people type. Did you mean Overwatch? No, no, I meant not Overwatch. And then you would just change the cover art a little bit, and, and boom, that works. Yeah. Then they'll make lots of money. So they can afford the, my commission. If the discounts on Battleborn weren't steep enough around the time Overwatch launched, you can now get the game for way less. The last Humble Bundle had it marked at $15 only for 2K games. And let me tell you right now that uh, you pay $1 more, you get Dark the Darkness 2, Duke Nukem Forever, Spec Darkness Ops 2 Online. was great. Duke Nukem Forever is Actually, awesome. Spec Ops was also good. I liked that a lot. That was a non-traditional shooter. Huh. Makes you feel really bad about shooting. If you beat the average, which is currently nine dollars as of this recording, uh-huh. you get the Bureau XCOM Declassified, okay. Civilization Five, All right. Freedom Force, okay, which you were just talking about. No, that's Freedom Planet. Fuck it. There's Freedom free- Force versus the Third Right Mafia Two Deluxe Edition, which I probably might buy this just for this. This next one gets me super excited because I think I'm gonna gift it to you. What's that? NBA 2K16. I already own it on on PS4. Well, I mean, fucking play it. As long as I have my subscription to PS Plus. Railroad Tycoon 3. Yeah. Battleborn Summer Skins Pack. Okay. Everything from the previous tier. Yeah. uh, Fuck if I know. If you pay fifteen dollars or more, you get Battleborn, Borderlands the pre sequel. That's cool. Battleborn 230 Platinum Currency. And everything from the previous years. Now, Battleborn, the pre-sequel, is new to this list. I'm probably going to go buy it just for that. Not Battleborn, but um, Borderlands. Or Borderlands, the pre-sequel. That's a lot for 15 bucks. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, you already have Mafia, right? I think I have it on PS3 or PS2. Oh, okay. It'd probably be better. Hmm. So, I'll have to look at that. How much longer does that Humble Bundle go, do you know? Um, let me look it up really quick. I'm going to erase this part. Whoever's listening to our background music is going to be like, they fucking cut something out. If we have a listener that's that dedicated, more power to him. Uh, time remaining 6, 14, 25. So 6 days, 14 hours, 25 minutes. 
for six hours, 14 minutes. No, it's got to be the 19, it's got to be the second countdown. So six days, 14. I'll give yeah. that a look. NBA but 16. if I buy it, that code will totally be available for our listeners. <laughs> you might as well give it to Q. Yeah, there's another game. Mafia 2, I really like that game. That game was a lot of fucking fun. I might just buy it just for that. Huh, okay. I really like Mafia 2. I didn't play it, so that'd yeah. be a good reason for me to get it. I'd give two shits about Battleborn. I'd get it for pre-sequel, the Borderlands yeah, pre-sequel. And, I, uh, yeah, the pre-sequel is what's got me getting to buy I it. I haven't bought, played that at all. Actually, I haven't played two either. I was going to wait and finish one, but I don't think I'm actually going to finish one. So I, like, hacked one and went to the very end. So okay. I, don't, I don't know the I'll rest of the story. I was watching YouTube. I don't I'm not it. a huge Battleborn fan or Borderlands fan, so I might just try the pre-sequel and see if I like it, but we'll see. I heard two was a lot better. Did you play two? I have it. I have not played it. Oh, shit. We're talking video games again. All right. Anyways. So we have six days, some amount of hours, uh, six days, 14 hours, and 24 minutes at the time of this recording. So the time that this podcast comes out, you'll probably have about like three days, two days. Okay. So anyways, that is the game news for this week, Tim. What about game releases? We got some game releases. Um, quadru- Pokemon Go is still out in the wild. Yes. Um, but we need more... Watch sub- out for the tall grass. We need some better updates than text fixes. That was such bullshit. Everyone was all excited. An update's coming, an update's coming, and it was just like text fixes. Okay, so actual game releases. Quadrilateral, quadrilateral Cowboy for PC is a game I'm interested in. You um, are a hacker, and supposedly the hacking is somewhat realistic. Huh. Not just the movie kind of like bullshit hacking okay among the sleep for ps4 that's sleep not sheep fairy fencer f advent dark force for ps4 headlander for ps4 hyper light drifter for ps4 xbox one that game is hard as balls it's beautiful it's cool but damn Hmm. it's unrelenting um we happy few for linux max pc that's early access A.W. Phoenix Fiesta. The fuck? I don't know. Comes out for Vita. That's a really interesting title. I don't, I don't have to look at see what that is. Arcade Archives MX5000 comes out for PS4. Blue Rider comes out for PS4. Chambara comes out for PS4. Dungeon Punks comes out for PS4. Laser Disco Defenders. PC and Vita. That is an odd combination. Notably missing PS4. That's just interesting. That hurts my brain. So Laser Disco, Def- Laser Disco Defenders is another one I have to check out. Uh, Mutant Mud Super Challenge, um, PS4 Vita cross buy. Um, so I think it's a slightly different game than just original Mutant Mud. It's just more levels. Riptide GP Renegade PS4. Shirin the Wanderer, the Tower of Fortune, and the Dice of Fate. That's a long-ass title for a small, portable system. It's a super long-ass title. That's coming out for Vita. Book of Demons is out for PC, early access. Sounds kind of ominous. I don't know if you want to get into that early. No. Mom, I opened this Book of Demons. What do I do now? <laughs> I don't know, son. Feed it Got a ver- the Ouija board. Feed it a virgin. <laughs> Feed it a virgin. Grab your sister. So, any of those games doing it for you? No, not yet. I'm, I'm excited to look into Quadrilateral Cowboy. I'm going to at least put that on my wish list. Okay. Look at it later. Um, and then I'm going to check out all these crazy Vita games just because I haven't heard of any of them and I'm curious. 
not saying I'll get any of them, but I just I want to know what the hell Laser Disco <laughs> Defenders and um, what's the other one? Oh, AW Phoenix Fiesta are. Okay. Just want to know what they are. So that's it for this week's game releases, which brings us to this week's question. Which is last week's question. No. No. I want to know, are you even playing video games right now? Like, it's the middle of summer. Like, it's time to go swim in the swim in a lake. Or doing more active stuff outside, like playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at this release list, and it's like, okay, I mean, I'm glad there's games being releases, but these are not AAA titles, so. No. I think even game developers expect you to go play outside right now, so. Yeah. Are you like Zach and just playing some Pokemon Go while you're walking around on the beach? Or are you a nerd like me and playing obscure indie titles in your basement? So Alright guys. Let us know if you're still playing games this summer. Sweet. Well that brings us to the end of this episode, guys. As always, you guys can check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com, plugandplaygamer.com, and check out all of our social media and our podcast feed. Podcast feeds at plugandplaycast.com. Don't forget to like us and rate us on iTunes if you want to keep the man off your back. Exactly. And until next week, guys, don't forget to prime and shine. Bye.